everybody. This is G, and I'm with Ralph. Hey, folks. And we are part of the command crew for the SITREP podcast, your modern military wargaming podcast and everything related to modern wargaming. And it's 2019, and here we are getting ready to open up a new year with a lot of new exciting projects and news and reviews and anything else that we can come across that's related to modern military gaming. So how was your holiday, Ralph? It was all right. It was quiet, which is what you want. <laughs> but then I back, back, went back to work last week, and students, because I work at a university, they come back this week. But I lost the filling over the weekend, so I'm suffering a little bit with, shall we say, some jaw pain. Uh-oh. So I'm going to have to arrange a, a dental appointment this uh, for quite soon. You know, there's a cure for that. A lot of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or um, soluble uh, paracetamol yeah. tablets, which is what I've been using. Yeah. Yeah, add a little whiskey and you'll be just fine. That's been fine. All right, well, we've got a lot on the table <laughs> for 2019. Um, let's start out with a little bit of news. Uh, for those of you who follow Spectre Miniatures, they've had a couple sets release, and they got some big news about their rule set. So yeah, they they dropped two new sets, which were the Pale or the the People's Liberation Army, isn't it? Yes, I think. Mm-hmm. Or the People's yeah yeah. So it's two sets of Chinese um, operator, which uh, them has got a crossbow. Yeah, when you look at the miniature. Yeah. So there's two sets. One is the assault set, and then another one's like a jungle operation set. And yeah, mm-hmm. as you pointed out, one of them actually has a crossbow. So I'm assuming that's for some stealth uh, attacks. You know, when you want to take out the bad guy or good guy, yeah. depending on which side of the fence you look from, um, you know, to eliminate some <laughs> guards with as little noise as possible. Yeah, which side of that parallel border you're on at <laughs> <laughs> a certain peninsula? Why can't we all just get along? You know, if we all just got along, we wouldn't yeah. have war games. Well, there is that. <laughs> but then, then we'd be out of a job. Yeah, that's exactly right. Or I would have a hobby anyway. <laughs> so uh, the, the new sets look really good. Uh, they're on their Facebook page as well as their um, website. And, you know, if you're looking for a little bit of a different dynamic when it comes to some of your collection and options that you can game with, those are definitely two you should check out. They look really good. They do, actually. And Stephen's done another good job of the, the sculpts. I think, you know, that's one of the things that that seems to, you know, win a lot of people over. And, you know, the, the group grows from strength to strength on Facebook is the quality of the sculpts and also the, the quality of the rule set as well to be honest exactly you know, you, you know it's what it does so uh speaking of rule sets they have hinted at a second edition coming out um sometime soon right i believe it, it's sometime this year i'm assuming it'll be sometime in the first quarter of this year because it was, was it Christmas Eve they made the announcement? Uh, right around it, that anyways, time, yeah. They, they posted up going, this is nearly, this is nearly Christmas present, or this is a Christmas present for everybody, and then they put the post up on the Facebook page of what is coming rules, and I'm, I'm making the assumption that it'll be sometime in the first quarter because the enemy fall within towards Salute, 
Yeah. So I'm possibly maybe, you know, it says the first quarter on the website. So I'm guessing probably no later than April. So maybe we might see so I'm, uh, I'm, advanced would, copies at Adepticon because they're actually going to be there this year. Yeah, you might be able to twist their arms and see if you can get a hold of one. <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. But, um, I'm going to be mm-hmm. interested to see but how I've they're cleaning the, up the rules. Yeah, because of the 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 I've got the post in front of us, so you know that it's um in all aspects of the game we love. Um, there's a few updates in response to feedback from the community. Um, so they've improved the rule the rule book flow for beginners mm-hmm. with reference and easy references, which is really good. Um, they've updated discipline, which is how you um basically for casualties and things like that. Um, updated the combat system, which is really good, especially now with them bringing in that BPM, BPMP, whatever, the infantry fighting vehicle. Lost the, the ability to talk. Um, into the, is as one of them, them, their miniatures. So I'm guessing they're tightening up the rules on that and maybe include helicopters. What? Don't know. Ooh. Don't know. Might be nice if they did. I know there's a there's a a guy on the community website did a set of helicopter rules for Spectre, so you could actually have them as vehicles, you know, from firing platforms and things like that. Yeah. Which which seems to work when you look at them, when you look through them and read them with the rules and stuff, and yeah, it seems to work fine. Um, there are there are for warfare mm-hmm. drones. So the drone that came out, the Puma, and the other ones, so they'll have rules for them, which is really good. Chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear, and explosive events. Dirty bombs, chemical weapons. Uh, and they're going to have off-table asset rules, too. I thought I read somewhere. They, they, have, them, they have them in the current root set. Okay. They've got off-table assets. Uh, um, they're just, imp- they're just adding things to new ones. Yeah. And then I... Th- yeah, I th- and non-kinetic ones. And then I think they're going to incorporate their errata into the second edition uh, as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. The interesting one is the very bottom bit in the post, which is a campaign system. Oh, nice. Okay, so... A campaign system to allow players to create scenario situations and their own task force to develop their forces as the story unfolds. Yeah. So, um... That's that might be another project for 2019. In. A campaign system from Spectre, huh? Yes. Ooh. Yes, along with everything else. <laughs> but yes, that, that'll be an interesting one. But, you know, I mean, if we if we, if we we look at it, imagine doing something similar to what On Tabletop did with their campaign system for Infinity, but use Spectre. Oh, that's an idea. That's a great idea. You know. So what have you been doing over your vacation? Involved with. <laughs> um, well, I've painted up, and I still need to finish it. The Humvee. I just need to uh, do some finishing touches to that special operations Humvee. It's um, looking which really I good. Did do in green actually. Yeah. The green works really well on the Humvee with the the, the like the the desert khaki stripes to break it up to make a little bit camo mm-hmm. on it. Um, works really well on that. Um, I haven't looked at me little birds. Um, I meant to, but of course, eating and 
and consuming all that Christmas cheer was a little bit, you know, <laughs> eating the time. Um, but what I did do was do that. And I just need to get some some additional sort of rubber color wheels because yeah, I primed them black. But, uh-huh. You know, d- plain black just doesn't look right on them. So I need to to finish off the wheels. Add add some possibly some dirt effects on where the paint's chipped slightly. So because I painted them and then started painting over the top of them, and what I should have done was paint it and then put the base color on mm-hmm. and then go over with a var- with me my varnish first to protect it but I did that after I did it together so it got a little bit of chip it looks alright yeah go over it with um with some dirt make them dirty dirt up a bit and it'll look it'll look fine um I finished off the four operators as well that I did so there's a spec ops team to go with it nice it's actually four it's four operators and a canine Oh, you've got to have the dog. You do, you do. You've got to have the food. You've got to have your your spec ops dog that costs just as much to train as it does a special forces operator. So you know, you've got to have your dog in there. Oh yeah. So that that was it, and so and um, messing around with some graphics. Nice. Um, which we talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about those in a second. You know, what I was going to say is if you're looking for really good uh, realistic rubberized tires for your models miniatures. Um, MIG Paints makes a, a flat mm-hmm. tire black. It looks just like black rubber. Um, and they make excellent weathering paints as well. If I don't know if you've ever used any of their stuff. Yeah, I was looking at getting the um, Vallejo, some model air, Vallejo, and they do a, they do a set for... Um, I'll have a look because I've got it on the Amazon list. They do some sets um, um, for Vallejo... Um, for Model N, one of the sets they do is called the they've got the US Desert Color. Yeah. Plus Model A, all the colors to, to paint your vehicles up in, in desert. Uh, they do a wheels and tracks set as well uh, for it. But they also do, which is the one I was looking at as well, which is the MERDC sets of colors. Oh, the Murdoch, yeah. Yeah, those. Murdoch. They yep. do Murdoch in green and they do Murdoch in desert as well. Oh, really? Yes. Interesting. Intense. So then they're all model air, so they both can be done from the brush, but also from the airbrush. Nice. And they do an IDF set as well, which I noticed is really defense force. So, um. So they're picking up the, um. Those. those if people are picking up the, the 20 mil uh, Battlefront mm-hmm. minis, the IDF, the Vallejo do a set of colors already in a, in a set for the Israeli Defense Force. Oh, really? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, talking about some it. other things we're working on, um, you've been really, really busy uh, lately with your uh, <laughs> graphics and coming up with new ideas and we've been testing some things yep. um, so mm-hmm. anybody who's listening to this and sees it on YouTube or anything the the new graphic for the page is up and it looks class I mean it looks really good it, it, it takes the graphic to the next level um, I don't know where you come up with these ideas you must be a professional or something <laughs> no uh, well, I do video editing as part of my job. Well, it's just just thinking about how we want to 
shall we say, change because it was it was good getting the graphics and getting them up for last year when we first started. Mm-hmm. But it's nice, I think, to start fresh in the new year. Not that it's going to happen every year, and God, I hope not. <laughs> um, but I just thought we needed to to sort of tidy it up and make it look more uniformed across the different platforms that we sort of engage with, um, especially now with us having a Twitter account. Yeah. So we're on Twitter. Um, so anything that we post on our Facebook page, there'll be a link on Twitter to it. Um, we also have have updated the podcast one. We are also waiting for confirmation from Apple. So for people listening to this um, and people on iTunes, you will eventually, hopefully, when we hear back from Apple and you check the email, just to be on the Apple iPod, uh, podcast platform. Um, I need to double check for Google, for, but I think with Podbean being there, I think you can get them through Google anyway. Mm-hmm. So need to check Google. And we've got our Twitch channel all set up ready. Yeah, that's well. exciting. Uh, there's so many projects so, that Ralph and I have been kicking around, as you guys may notice. Uh, Jim and Chris aren't with us on today's episode. And that's because Jim is out there commanding legions of military in space. He's doing Space Command today uh, for his game he actually designed called Dark Star. Um, so he's doing a, what would you call it, a teleconference, web conference uh, gaming. Um, so they're playing it via web conferencing. I, Probably I popped stream, in yesterday. It? It's, it's web conferencing. Yeah, I, I mm-hmm. popped in yesterday yeah. to watch him and uh, another member of the uh, Beast of War slash on Tabletop community, Rasmus, and they were playing um, Valor and Victory, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like a uh, squad leader offshoot. It looked really cool. Fortunately, yeah, I could only uh, stay for a couple of minutes because we had so much going on yesterday. But um, which leads me to something about Twitch. We're going to talk to Jim more. And we're going to try and twist his arm and see if we can have him do some of these streaming uh, via Twitch so people can watch, comment. Um, it's He's done a really amazing job. I guess it's all done through Excel. Is it really done through Excel is my understanding? And then the web conferencing. So... Um, we'll get Jim on to talk about it more. Is it Excel, Ralph, that he uses? I thought he said yeah, that. I, mean, I, I think it's Excel. I think he uses Excel. I know he uses Excel for the, for the character sheets. Hmm. I know that's definitely uses the Excel for the character sheet yeah. stuff. And I, I think the map might be on an Excel platform as well. But with with that type of thing as well as that, I don't know if it's a shared desktop because I I don't know how the software they're using. I think it but was know, a shared desktop because he had to give permission so to each, Rasmus to yeah. manipulate. So mm-hmm. that is uh, what you can do. Do to, to you know, there's lots of different platforms we've discussed. Um, the tabletop simulator might be because that piece of software does board games as well as tabletop miniature games and things. Uh, they've got two community-built modules for Skirmish Sangan and for Spectre. Yeah. Which is, you know, an interesting, which allows, you know, as long as the other person's got Tabletop Simulator on and you create a room and you create the, the area to play in, um, people can join in and, you know, technically play war games virtually with 3D models, um, 
which looks it does look interesting. So you know that's something to we may discuss from the point of view of, of recording it and putting it up. Have you tried it at all? To, you know to do that that plans as well. We, I installed it and I've had a play with it. I haven't tried it with other people yet, but I have got the software and I have installed it. Um, it's it's really nice. It's really simple to use. It really is. You know, you just run it up and you select the game that you want to play. Um, you can create a room or you can browse other people's rooms. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like going into, you know, look and see who else is connected through. P- I think it's a peer-to-peer. So it'll be, you know, yeah. I've got a game where you log in, find the game and Okay. You join in things like that. Yeah, I've downloaded it, um, Tabletop Simulator, and I think I mm-hmm. downloaded the Spectre and the Skirmish. I have to go back and look. I kind of browsed mm-hmm. over it quickly. Um, it doesn't, it's basically literally just a simulated tabletop. It doesn't actually have the game per se. You have to still no. have the rules and you still have to have, you know, a lot of the things. So it's not like you're playing Spectre on a computer, you're just playing it on a virtual tabletop. So. Yeah, uh, I think people need to understand that if they look at it, you know, some people might think, oh, I can play Spectre on the computer. No, you're actually just using a virtual tabletop and then you're doing everything manually still. I mean, even measurement, movement and stuff. So we'll have to give it a shot and see if, you know, we mm-hmm. can get it to a point where we can actually make it look like we know what we're doing. And, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe we can put those up on the Twitch channel as well. Make it till you make it. Baby. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly definitely. right. Uh, so. You know, you know, for Twitch, I've not really used Twitch before. I've kind of casually glanced here and there. There's a couple of people I follow on YouTube that have Twitch channels that I watch occasionally. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming you have more experience in Twitch than I do. What are you thinking the possibilities for our podcast as well, far as Twitch? As for Twitch, what I'm looking to use Twitch for will be to run the Ghost Ops RPG that I was browbeated into by Jim. <laughs> um, the, the reason being is I can set everything up on Roll20, which will be the system, which will be the virtual system that we use for role-playing games. Okay. Uh, it's the one that critical, it's the one that uh, Adam Coville, who does a lot of um, role-playing on YouTube, one of the YouTubers, um, he's part of the role player crew, they use heavily because, you know, with the YouTubers being dispersed across America or the world, they need a, a, a space where you can all get together. You get access to a virtual character sheet. You get access to digital dice as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if anybody's interested, go and have a look at Roll20. Anybody can create an account. It's free. It's free to create an account. There are paid tiers where you get access to other things for different tiers. Um, but a paid account, a free account allows you access to basically create a character sheet and create a campaign. Um, when I mean create character sheets, there is a, it has a selection of games. So you go to say create a campaign for, um, I did it for Star Wars. So I went, created my, my Star Wars campaign that I've, that I've had run and then browsed the character sheets for the games and then found the version of Star Wars that I was playing, which was the old West End Games one, selected it, and somebody else in the community created a character sheet and everything. So the character sheet was there. So we use it, I use it for my Dungeons and Dragons games that I'm actually a player of. So that's how we all got together to play D&D because we're dispersed across the UK. We don't, you know, we're not... A lot of what aren't in the same physical space, so it's just an easy way of, of, of playing virtually. Right. You know, it bring instead of having to, having to figure out, you know, it's Sunday, two o'clock, 
we're all going to meet at somebody's house we can just say right on Thursday evenings we've got set times so we play on a Thursday so Thursday is we get together and uh, play D&D so from point of view streaming we'll be able to stream that um, using Twitch the, the, the ghost ops and then because Twitch then creates the what's called a VOD we can then save that off and then upload it to YouTube later on Nice. So um, I know I've been thinking about this since you set up the Twitch account. And I think part of what we're going to like, I'll be at Adepticon this year. Uh, we might do a little live streaming from Adepticon mm -hmm. uh, because I know the guys from Spectre are going to be there. Um, Alex from Full Battle Rattle is going to be there as well, if I remember correctly. So we might do a live stream show from Adepticon and get some of these mm -hmm. guys on talking about some uh, their stuff that they have and what you know what's going on with their companies. And uh, I know Kirk might be there. He usually is from um, Mentor Building Authority. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So maybe we can get him on live streaming with us as well. So we might be Twitch live streaming from Adepticon. Mm -hmm. Twitch live stream from Adepticon, yeah. yeah. Well, why not? If, if the, we've got the, the functionality there, and if the cameras are there and stuff, it's just it is just um, logging into the Twitch stream and you know either having having a webcam there or having some software like um, Streamo. Is it, you use OBS occasionally? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. So just having OBS active, you know, brand it how we want, and then yeah. that can just be streamed into the Twitch channel. Because OBS, all, all you would need would be the key that, that's in the Twitch information to, to connect that Twitch to that version of OBS or that stream to to the Twitch. And then just when you press record, it starts streaming it straight through to the to the Twitch stream. Yeah, most definitely. So, I mean, exciting things there. And then uh, I don't know if anybody's watched it. I don't know if you have peeked at it. I did a test live uh, stream on Facebook a couple days ago. I was looking at one of the um, Swiftwater crew members from the SOCR boat from Special Arts and Service Miniatures um, just as a test. And it went pretty well. I'm not exactly happy with the camera quality. Uh, I couldn't get it zoomed in enough without losing detail. So but I was using just a standard webcam, uh, Logitech webcam, so I'll have to transition over to an actual camera, um, and that'll look much better. Mm -hmm. But um, you know, it, those are some of the things we're talking about doing, and then we had a couple other projects uh, we've talked about that you've created graphics for. Yeah. Uh, Why don't you tell them about yeah, it? Yeah, I created two. One of them was called, what we called was CQB. With the, the idea was, uh, the title we came up with was CQB, which was Close Quarters Battles. And we're thinking it's either going to be battle reports or actual playthroughs of games. So, say, for example, we get Jim doing his, his, his Arab Israeli stuff. We might be able to capture that and then put that up into the Close Quarter Battles um, moniker. So, you know, that would be one thing. And the other thing that Chris mentioned was about doing some unboxings and some reviews. So we've created another graphic called um, Breach and Clear. Yeah. And that will be what falls under that banner, which would be, you know, uh, unboxings, reviews, things like that. Because um, I know Chris and myself um, have got copies of Ultra Combat Normandy. 
Um, so it might be something that we do under that, under the Breach and Clear thing would be a, a, a talk through of the Ultra, Com Ultra Combat Normandy um, set that's, that Colin has, has put out. Yeah, I got a copy as well, and um, it's definitely something mm -hmm. we have to look at and go from there. And, you know, we're talking that's about... The rule set. Yeah. Sorry, because um, that's the rule set that he's using for his Kickstarter. So it'll be a project we'll look at. You know, I'm excited to do some live streaming of some gameplay of different options. You know, hopefully we can get some people on board on that. Uh, we're looking at guests for the new year. We've been uh, talking to Matt and Steven saying, hey, you guys, you know, anytime you want to come on, I think Matt reached out to you or you talked to Matt just the other day about coming on. Uh, so. I did. I did. Talk, I did have a quick conversation with Matt, but I think Matt might have his hands full at the moment with being a new dad. So, yeah. You know, it's 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 he'll be juggling that. But yeah, um, um, you know, the the Spectre guys, I think, will uh, are, are the two that we really want to get on, I think, isn't it? Because, uh, you know, they, they seem to expect operations and Spectre miniatures seem to have blown the doors off, I think, over the past two years with what they've come up with. Oh, I'm just definitely. sorry, Mike. I'm just sorry I didn't back the Kickstarter. I wish I'd known about it. Yeah, me That's too. Because those, mini, those minis now you can't get. <laughs> yeah, I think that's my only um, speaking uh, criticism of, of their stuff is that, you know, it seems to cycle through. Um, some of it, you know, mm -hmm. they produce for a while and then they move on to something different. They revamped all their minis. I know when, when the actual rule book came out, when the first edition rules actually came out, they revamped all of their miniature their miniature line, um, which you can understand because the original miniature line, you had things like, um, I think it just said SAS and things like that, yeah? Yeah. So they they tried, I think, just look at fro looking from outside in. We don't know, you know the exact reasoning and things. It looks like they revamped their entire line. To fall in, which is great, you know, and, and yeah, yeah, people now are scrambling on eBay to get their 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 stuff through, but you know, for, for the old stuff. But speaking of Spectre, someone I noticed something really, someone had done, and I can't remember who it was, but he painted up some of the agents, the agent um, miniatures that they have. Uh -huh. So the guy with Chris with the the um, like the um, the Woolly Hat and the Chris Vecta and things like that, Robbins uh, painted them up as division agents. Oh, nice. From the division, uh, including if you, uh, he's got a front and a back shot. The back shot has got a ye yellow canister, and I don't know what he's done it in, um, which is the thing from the, for people who play the division, you uh, there's a PvP element called the Dark Zone, where the virus is heavily, so you go in with a mask on, and you pick up gear, and the gear goes in this um, like biohazard container that you're carrying around, and then you put it on a helicopter to get out. And if you're killed, you drop it, and then other people can pick it up. That's how the PvP works in the game. But they've got the, the yellow container on their back, and on the shoulder strap, you can see the little orange division-style digital display. I mean, it's just like a little orange circle, but it's it's just those those sort of key things that you notice on the miniature when you look at it going, yeah, he's sort of brought out the, the feeling of, of, the, of that video game on these four miniatures that have been painted up. Wow. I mean, it's some beautiful work. Did you see the, um, somebody took a couple of the miniatures, was it Spectre? I think it was Spectre, and made them into, like, Santa Claus? Yes. And green stuff. Yes. And yes. <laughs> it's um, three of the Spectre minis, I think. It's it's one of the TR task force operators with the, the mini G. Mm-hmm. 
It's not. It's not an M244. It's a, It's the mini. It's the other one. I think the other one's got the auto shotgun. Um, and I think the other one's got the grenade launcher. <laughs> they look really good. I mean, but yeah, it was like, what it's people can do out there. Um, it you is. know, it's it's truly amazing. Oh, also, before I forget, we hit a hundred subscribers or followers on our Facebook page, which we means we will be picking a name for a copy of Skirmish Engine Rules. Um, Colin graciously offered up a copy as a prize once we hit a hundred followers. So. And the next show, we'll announce our winner when we get the whole command team back together. Um, and that will be exciting. There's a lot of good be, stuff yeah. coming down the pipe from those guys, too, over at you know Radio Dish Dash. So mm-hmm. are, is it Radio Dish Dash or are they Dish Dash Publishing now? They keep changing their name. Uh, uh, is Radio. So I just know them as Skirmish. Okay. <laughs> it's easier that way. So, uh, yeah, super scanning. I mean, the, the the other thing as well is if we can hit 100 YouTube subscribers, which would be, which where we have picked up some more of, um, we'll get our own YouTube domain. Do we really? YouTube won't give you like a yes. So be YouTube slash sit rep. Um, they won't give you that until you hit 100 subscribers oh. on YouTube. Okay. So, for people who haven't subscribed on YouTube, please subscribe on YouTube. Yes, please. Then we can get that, and that'll be something else that that we can add to the, you know, the ticky boxes that we we're, we're trying. I guess. So then, this leads me to a question: What can we do for you guys out there to uh, enhance the programming for you guys, and you know, programs, videos, anything you would like to see? Um, we definitely want to do some live shows to get some interaction between us and you guys out there as well. Um, you know, 2019 is a big year for this podcast because we set the foundation last year in the short few, what were we up, four months maybe? Um, and now that we've built yeah. on that foundation, we're ready to just build up and up and grow this channel. And if you notice, we've kind of changed our name a little bit. It's no longer Sit Rep Podcast, the Modern Miniatures uh, Wargaming. It's now Modern Military Wargaming or Modern Military Gaming because we've decided we want to encompass everything, you know, gaming-wise outside of just miniatures. Um, there's such a wide world of gaming you know related to modern military that we wanted to make sure we are inclusive to everybody um, because there's some of us that still like to play the old hex encounter games i just got two more in this week Uh, i got got, uh, um, the starter kit number one for advanced squad leader from uh, multi-man publishing so one of our uh, subscribers actually reached out and said hey i have the first kit would you be interested in it so i got that and then uh, i got an old Avalon Hill classic game called Gunfighter. So um, I can't wait to give that a good try, too. So there's all, you know, so we wanted to be inclusive to everybody. Um, we might even do a little bit of video gaming. I'm not a video gamer outside of one game that I play, but I know, Ralph, you play some uh, video games. And so, you know, that might yeah, be something. I, I, I do. I, I. I, I, I play the um, the the time sync that as World of Warcraft, um, but I do play other things. Uh, I played I play the division when I install it and uninstall it and install it and Ghost Recon Wildlands. You know, and I've been playing Splinter Cell again. So, you know, 
Do they give you ideas uh, for it's, scenarios? It's just, it's just putting this stuff on the PC to play. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yes. Um, but yeah. Um, um, but yeah. I mean, there's 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 all sorts out there to do with modern miniature, modern gaming, or gaming in a modern setting, or a near future setting. You know mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know. T- 20 30 things like that um you know that that so it's still within sort of this realm it's not you know you're not not laser guns and things like that but there's there's lots out there i mean um the obvious thing as well is black powder red earth who yeah. spectre did the, the collaboration with on the miniatures they're producing their own board game this year of hope i think it's coming out this year um but they're also producing an animated series as well um which was mentioned on their Patreon, they've been just over to Japan to discuss, you know, the, and they've put up some storyboards and stuff. So we will see Blackout of Red Earth coming as an animated show. Excellent. So um, a little bit more on Ghost Ops. Uh, I don't have my book in front of me. So, Ralph, if you have yours mm-hmm. here, who is the author, the creators of that game? It's... Um, James, let's have a look. Cause James did reach out to me. Because we're going to get them on the show at some point. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was. Let's have a look. I've got the the group open here. James. Is it Grant Tree? Yes. G R A. G G A N T R Y. James James has reached out because um, we've mentioned. Uh, go stops a couple of times and some of the previous kits. So what I'm going to be doing, hopefully within the first quarter, we'll get the streaming of the the, the game set up. I've just got to work out times and getting some players. So I'll be posting probably on on tabletop, but also on our Facebook page looking for players. Um, and then we'll take it from there. Um, James has kindly said if if people haven't got the rule book, it would be nice if people do have their own copy. But if you haven't. Um, we will sort it out where we can get you a PDF copy of the the rules um, to the players. So people will have a copy of the book. Um, then as as well as, you know, we'll post up the streams on YouTube and we'll link to the official Ghost Ops group as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so, so that's the, the plan will be within the first sort of quarter maybe a little bit longer we'll try and get the stream up and then we'll take it from there because it's just getting people together is going to be the main thing i think yeah i think especially that's... if we have just uh, people across you know across the world yeah just working out time zones and things like that so with that in mind um how many players are we looking at for this Do you, are you thinking five i think probably would be the max so four and the game master no not including the, not including the gm okay Okay. It's five per- like a five person. Is it, what is the GM called? A handler? Is he called the handler in this? God, I wish I can't. I'm not sure what 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 it is, but yeah, I, I would just say dungeon master, games master, GM. I think a lot of people who have never gamed before understand that ref. Oh yeah. More than handler or manager or you know the things like that, you know, because as I said, um, and you know this might upset purists is I'm not when I run a game I'm not one stickler for the rules mm-hmm. the rules are there the rules are there as a framework um, I'm more interested in the story and having people engage in the story and and have fun 
So if they if they're having fun with the story, then you know. Yeah, excellent. So um, I'm also thinking about browbeat people with the rules. Yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking about creating a soundboard for effects to add to the atmosphere mm-hmm. of the game. Yeah. Um, I might reach out to um, oh, what's his name? The guy over at Sirenscape and see if he's got anything. Um, you know, we've. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is his name? Chris? Is it Chris? I can't, I can't remember. Uh, I can't I know remember off top of my head. Uh-huh. I talk to so many people each year. Um, yeah. So, you know, Sirenscape does all the audio effects for like D&D and Pathfinder and Starfinder. Um, so, I don't know, maybe yeah. we can get something going with him for uh, Ghost Ops as well. That, anything to add to the atmosphere of the game. So, we're mm-hmm. looking at roughly five players, uh, not including yeah. the, the GM. Um, so, do you want people to start reaching out to you that are interested in? I'll give. I'll give it. A, I'll put something up near the end of this month. Okay. Um, just, just we'll get Christmas. We're at the back end of Christmas, and people back up. Yeah. Um, in work and things before I, you know, reach out and start. Okay. Doing doing things. I want to also get some stuff planned out, so there'll be you know some something there more than you know it's an idea you know some just some additional information on where people are where the characters are going to be mm-hmm. within a organization so i say sure um and it just gives people an idea and a thought on how they're they're wanting their to their their character to be um and then we'll take it from there what I may do as well is I may do something called a session zero, which we may record, we may not. Uh, that would be an introductory, shall we say, a session to get people used to uh, using Roll20. Yeah, it's no, not that's a good use, idea. But it, but it gets people used to using it. Um, feel the dynamic of the group as well. Yeah. Um, Are you and gonna... make sure everybody's comfortable with, with, with engaging in, sure. in, in that platform, but also making people aware that we will be streaming it. And that's going to be the main thing is we are going to stream, so we're going to record it. So if people are not comfortable with that, then, you know. That, that'll be one of the criteria if you want to participate, yeah. is that you understand that the, everything would be possibly streamed and recorded. Um, you know, and. Yeah, I'm assuming you'll explain time commitments and all that. You know, I don't know if each session's going to be yeah. a one-off or is it going to be a continuing? So, you know, we go from one session to the next and it's just a continuation of the campaign or missions. So you'll, you'll work all that out. It'll be a campaign. So, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's going to be a typical role-playing. We will play. We will have a campaign. There'll be an overarching story possibly with with things interlinking in it. Yeah. Yeah. And if people want to continue beyond how many other sessions it runs to, because I, I wouldn't say that it's just going to be four sessions. I would say, right, here's the, the beginning of the story. Here, the end is here. This is how we get there from my point of view. Yeah. Um, let's, you know, not, not say, I will not try to condense everything into four small, into four sessions. What we might do, though, is say that it's probably going to be maximum of possibly three hours. Okay. Because uh, the D&D game we, I play in is from half seven till ten. That's what we do. 
Um, my Star Wars game was the same, so between two and a half and three hours, you know, gaming. You know, it's also great sitting for eight hours, and I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I've done all night role playing a long time ago, you know, sitting around the table playing, playing, uh, playing games. So you know, we've done that. But then I know people's time are precious and things like that. So yeah. it's having that that ability to say, right, for two and a half hours to three hours a week or bi-weekly, we can make that decision as a group, what people are comfortable with. Um, this this time slot's going to be used for that. Yep. Yeah, we'll have to definitely think about the runtime of an episode because, you know, you get mm-hmm. too long, you're going to lose people uh, watching. Yeah. Um, so, you know, even if we plan out, let's say, two and a half hours, that first half hour could be just set up and you know, getting everything together and then you go live at, you know, the two hour mark and then, you know, you play for two hours. So mm-hmm. I, we'll figure it all out. It's it's amazing possibilities for the future Yeah. for this. Um, I'm very excited. Um, it seems like a great game. I've already kind of been planning out, uh, you know, kit and loadouts. Um, as long as I have C4 and explosives, I am Explosive good. Up. I, I, blowing up something every day is a good day. <laughs> So, uh, so that's one of our big projects for uh, this year, 2019. And then, like I said, we'll be doing some painting and some unboxings and reviews. Now, we want to make sure everybody understands that our reviews are our own opinions, and they will be our honest, uh, not influenced by any manufacturer whatsoever, because uh, we are totally independent. Um, we want to make sure I had somebody question that at one point, um, just because we had... Um, some people on from different companies you know, for a couple episodes, and we just want to make sure that everybody knows uh, we will be honest in our reviews. We will be kind. We, you know, we're we're not here to slam anybody or anything like that. Um, but yeah. we will, you know, we are kind of like going to be your eyes and ears, your recon, if you will, and to new products that come out as we can get them in our grubby little hands and tell you what we think of them. And, uh, you know, just be a, a good source for you guys um, to see where your interest lies. Because we know some people, um, money is, you know, tight and they only have a certain budget for hobbying. And we want to make sure that they get the best value, uh, the best bang for their buck, euro, pound, whatever monetary system you use. So that is, you know, something that's very important for me is that this is a resource for you guys out there in the gaming world that say, hey, what do you guys think? This is our, you know, this is our review, and uh, we'll go from there. Um, so that's one thing I'm definitely looking forward to doing this year as well. There's just so mm-hmm. much opportunity this year, Ralph. I, you know, between the different game systems, um, I got an update from a Kickstarter I backed um, over a couple months ago. All those modern miniatures. What was that Kickstarter called? Oh boy. Oh, is that the? Uh... The, the is that the marine one the ones that came out with um was it marines or was it something else uh let me find my email here and it was M- militia miniatures yes uh, yeah militia miniatures the one that had and he just sent pictures out of the 1980s terrace and they look pretty good so definitely you'll find a spot in all of our cool. our stuff also as an exciting item if anybody did not know, let me pull up my Beast of War account here. Um, Badger Airbrush. It is, um, oh, what's his name? Um, 
55th birthday. And as part of that, they are doing a special sale on their airbrushes. So you can order any of their airbrush for $55. That's cool. So if you're looking for a new airbrush, I might buy two. Um, if you're able to, I have to read all the rules. <laughs> There's a big rules on here. Um, but you have to send an email to a certain address. Go to Badger Airbrush uh, Facebook page. It's posted there. So if you're looking for an airbrush, uh, definitely check out Badger. And Badger's actually local to me. So they're only about 30 minutes from my house. So um, they make really good stuff. So if you're looking for a new airbrush, right. and you can always use one or two. So airbrush, and you can always so, I mean, I love using my airbrush as much as possible. And um, I'm definitely ready to upgrade. I think mine, my Iwata needs some help. So it's been used and abused pretty good. So I'm ready to upgrade to some nicer ones. Yeah, there's the other as well. Uh, sorry, G. There was the other thing that was mentioned as well as um, Robert Salter's Table Salt games. Uh -huh. I've got a rule set coming out called... Fire Team Echo, a cooperative tabletop war, war, war game for modern gaming. Is that going to be miniature based? Um, that or? was. Do you know what anything yeah, about it's miniatures. it? It was posted. We don't. It was posted up on the twenty seventh of December on the Modern Miniature Warfaring Facebook group. Uh huh. Um, in Fire Team Echo, players take the roles of elite forces or uh, similar to Team Table Six. Gameplay scenario based and extremely deadly if you down PC isn't stabilized before the end of the mission he's key I is the combat skill don't carry over to new recruits so it's a little bit like a rogue rogue what's called a roguelite um uh, PC game so there's games on like PCs where if your character dies that's it you've got to start from the beginning again hmm. um but this is a cooperative tabletop war, war game it's a miniatures game and it's coming out from Table Salt Gaming Designs. We'll have to reach out and to those guys. Fire Team Echo One, and see if we can, um, you know, find out more about this game and maybe get them on an episode as well. Um, I'd be very interested to learning more about it. Uh, but he posted this, up. so there was there was people posting up, and it was posted up on the twenty seventh of December. Okay, so we'll reach out to them and uh, see what we can come up with them. Um, just a big exciting year, guys. 2019 is looking very promising for the Sit Rep podcast. Um, we've got new graphics come out. We're working on some other little surprises. I know you're working on a, a surprise today, Ralph, and I'm going to be creating some new theme music uh, for the show. i got to sit down and pull up my uh, composer and see if I can create some new music. And, uh, you know, uh, remember, we're also uh, featured on Tabletop on Fridays. Now, I talked to Sam, the... Uh, I think he's the content and editor or manager. Can't remember everybody's titles mm -hmm. these days. Um, you know, you know how they announced that they want people to have their own channel. So I'm trying to see if we can get Sitrep to have its own channel on the tabletop. So um, you know, we can have more stuff to show there as well. Um, but you know, we're definitely going to be doing some live streaming on on Twitch, and you can find us on Facebook and YouTube and Podbean and. Google Podcast and hopefully iTunes soon and what else am I forgetting? Twitter and are we on Instagram? Yeah. No, I can create an Instagram. Okay. I don't know anything about Instagram. So 
Um, photographs, it will be photographs, but with us mainly posting photos and stuff up on Facebook, it might be a little bit sure. um, redundant, shall we say. Yeah. So. Um, Excellent. But we can look into it. Yeah. I, it, no harm. Um, I'm, I'm kind of feeling old all of a sudden. What's Twitter? What's <laughs> Instagram? Ah, when I was a kid, we had smoke signals and Morse code. Um, <laughs> so, you know, those kind of things. But uh, <laughs> it's a very exciting year. Or that, that Chris in Canada's got. Yeah. And then, um, so hopefully on the next episode, Jim will be back from deep space and Chris is out with his spending some quality time with his son um, fighting the rebels against the Empire and Star Wars Legion so um, wish them luck as well do you have any last minute thoughts there Ralph no I think we've covered covered it okay well guys gals uh, soldiers sailors airmen marines commandos whatever your title may be we want to wish you a very happy 2019. Uh, we are excited and looking forward to what this year brings for the Set Rep Podcast. And until we see you again, this is G and Ralph, and we're going to RTB, Bye, and we'll see you later. <laughs>